Hi, welcome to Untapped Design, where we take terrible ideas and make them into magic cards. Why? Yes. Okay, so Caleb is dying, and by dying I mean perfectly fine and just recovering from a trip to the hospital. So, I do not have access to Caleb right at the moment, but we do have another special guest to help me do this unconventional episode of Untapped Design. Hello, Cobbler. Hey, I thought you were addressing me, like, directly at first, and not the microphone, so I wasn't prepared to join in. I see. Well, (laughs) drink plenty of water. Okay, so, I don't actually need my laptop, I'm not sure why it's here, because we're not making cards today. Although we may name some cards that I have to make later. So... The thing I want to discuss... Well, first of all, I haven't named this plane yet, and I need to do that. It's based on, like, Norse mythology. Oh, gosh, my Norse is rough. Yeah. Couldn't have hit me up with Theros 2.0. Hmm? I know a lot about Greek mythology. Um... (laughs) Name it Skyrim. No. No, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to use Google Translate again. Oh, no. Uh, did, did you know that um, what Mark Rosewater and the creative team will do to get um, names for cards is they'll take just English phrases, Google Translate, and then translate it back to get infinite card names? So they'll translate the word lightning bolt into something like Spanish and translate it back, and then they'll be like, yeah, that's the name for the next uh, red burn spell. It didn't work with Norwegian, I'm sorry. No. Just, it truncates bolt and then goes into an infinite combo. So it's just lightning. I already deleted it. The word was Lin, L-Y-N. It's not how it's pronounced because it's Norwegian. But, okay, so. What is ice? Well, that doesn't work. I think I want to use, like... Ice is something that needs to be abolished. <laughs> Okay, um, so I uh, what I kind of want to do is I kind of want to use, like, the Heim uh, naming convention. Well, isn't that already a plane, uh, called Heim? Is it? Yeah, um, first introduced in the, uh, I forget what the, plane chase. Oh, plane chase isn't real. Yes, it is. It Who could forget is. such amazing planes like the place that Narcomobia comes from that isn't Ravnica? You know, the, the plane from Plane Chase where Narcomobia specifically comes from? That's it. It's just the plane where Narcomobia comes from and that's all we know about it. Oh shit. Yep, there it is. Call time. Hold on. Oh, did I say Narcomobia? I meant Narcomoba. Oh, of course. Or is it narco-moe-ba? Stop that. Okay. Should I be allowed to speak? Potentially. So, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do right now? What? Here's what I'm doing. Hey, Watsi, you haven't touched Kaldheim since 2014. It's mine now. I'm taking it. We're on Kaldheim now. Oh, okay. That's... I guess you're allowed to do that. Yeah. There have been nine more Planeswalker visitors to call time, too. So there. Yeah. Which makes a total of 12. You'll never guess who's been to call time. 
Um, is it the five planeswalkers from your previous episode? I mean, yes, but also there are there are three canon ones. And I want you to try and guess. Um, okay, uh, not Ugin. Ugin's not one of them. Okay, cool. That's that is one out of at least thirty. Tibble is not one of them either. Liliana. No, Liliana has me. But one of the original Gatewatch has. Uh. Well, the original Gatewatch was Chandra, Nissa, Jace, and Gideon, so I'm going to say Jace? No, it's Chandra. Really? Yeah. When did she visit Kaldheim? I don't fucking know. There's no lore. There's no lore for Kaldheim. It's just here. Wait, Angrath has been to Kaldheim? Fucking apparently. Wait a moment. I think that it was maybe mentioned in the War of the Spark novelization. Gross. P- potentially. Oh, that's Angrath. Okay. Yeah, Angrath, uh, cow daddy. I just realized what his name is. What? Angrath. Angrath. Yes. Thanks, I hate it. Do you need to sit down for a few moments to digest this knowledge? I'm already sitting down. Okay, so we have call time. We've stolen call time now. Okay. So, what I want to do today is figure out what the five tribes of Kaldheim are. Specifically, there are, there are only five tribes on Kaldheim. Well, no, but there are five tribes, like one for each color. I'm aware. I'm That are, that are relevant. I'm doing what's called giving you guff. I see. Anyway, uh, so the two I thought of yesterday, where I think it would be cool for blue to be giants. Yeah. Well, the giants could also be... I was about to say it could also be red because there were the uh, Azer, I believe is what they were called. Uh, it was the type of giant that Loki was. Yeah, I was just thinking that like... But that makes a lot of sense because um, like Ymir... Frost giants. Ymir was a frost thinking, giant, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then also like... Black should be elves. I was actually thinking warriors specifically, okay. but elves also works. Um, there a, I, I believe that I thought of it very were. briefly last night. So, like, yeah, you you know more, like, mythology than I do. I'm going to be honest, my Norse is extremely limited. I do not know a lot about Norse mythology. That's okay. Neither do I. I'm making it up as a goal. But yeah, I figured blue giants would be good because, like, both frost giants and also, like, storm giants, but wind, ex- like, explicitly wind for this plane. Because Kaldheim's a very cold base. Exactly. Shouldn't it be frost giants? There can be two kinds of giants. I'm just just saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing doing frost giants. People at home can't tell, but I'm like, given the, the, like, sly expression. Okay. And then the other one I had in mind was red fairies. Thank God someone finally said it. Well, especially because, like, the red god is, like, I believe a direct parallel for Loki. He should be. Loki was a fire Jotun. Which I literally always forget because fucking Marvel exists. Yeah. Fucking nobody. Marvel. So Loki is a frost giant and also does not do fire. He's also Thor's brother. Ha ha teehee xd. But he's his adopted brother, which means that it's... Oh, he's an adopted brother? I thought they were just fucking related. No. Fucking Marvel? I mean... Whack. They, okay. they are related. Yeah. Adoptive siblings are. There's a Narcomoba Twitter account. I have no idea what that means. Neither do I. Oh, it's a planeswalker, right? 
No, no. Narcomoba. It's the um the jellyfish. The jellyfish illusion. This one? The one that if you mill, it goes into oh. play. Oh, fuck. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like a dredge staple. That makes sense. I think. I thought dredge was primary Golgari. Um, it is. You, you, they don't run any blue lands. Oh, right. It I just, forgot. just puts itself into play. I forgot that there are formats where color identity doesn't actually fucking matter. Rest in peace, Faithless Looting. Yeah. You want to hear a hot take I had the other day about Faithless Looting? Potentially. It's Red Rainstorm. (laughs) No. I mean, it's not at all a brainstorm, but, like, it is a red brainstorm. Okay. Alright, anyway, moving (laughs) We have two more tribes to do. Okay, so white and green. Um, not as a tribe, but I do like the idea of having angels on, on the plane be Valkyrie. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, I do, I do want to have some Valkyrie around, but I don't want to have, like, ooh, I just had a cool idea. There's a, there's, like, an angel planeswalker, right? No. Um, angels actually cannot become planeswalkers because they are artificial beings. I thought wasn't Sarah a planeswalker? Hey, Sarah was not an angel. Sarah made angels. Fucking hate this game. So so angels are are um created out of red red mana out of white mana, and um so Sarah like created angels. She didn't create all of the angels. She created the Sarah angels. She also four, created four flying vigilance. Yeah, for five, will win you games in sealed. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, maybe if we look at our gods here, we'll get some ideas. Okay, so what do we have left? Four, and, oh, this is literally based on, like, not even a Norse god, because I'm a piece of garbage. Um, but what does it do? Oh, that's right, it's doubling season. Okay, so... You know what I just thought about about these gods? What? Could you technically make them zero zeros until they're level five, since they aren't creatures? I don't like that. But, um, you could technically do that because, like, because it's not going to enter as a creature. Yeah. Wait, are they enchantments? Yeah. Okay, they are enchantments. Well, I mean, you could even make it just a zero zero creature that, um, says... As long as blah 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 doesn't have blah 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 level up counters on it, it isn't a creature. Like, you can make permanents that have no types. Yeah. Like, Thanks, Mutate. Yeah. <laughs> um, my sea dasher octopus. Oh my. Oh my god, did I... Before I, like, completely stopped working on my snow set, I was like, there's gonna be a draft chaff common, and it's gonna be a snow creature octopus... And immediately I just made the name Arctopus. Good. Uh, okay, so... What goes good with doubling season? Like, what's a, what's a tribe that already exists that's tokeny? I can't think of a single tribe in green that revolves entirely around placing counters on itself. That definitely isn't iconic to the color. Um, actually, it's tokens, thank you. Wait, Actually, it's season, either. Doesn't doubling season do tokens and counters? Yeah. 
Yeah. There were no hydras in Norse mythology, though. That's true. But they throw hydras on every plane because it's Green's iconic creature. But bears, though. Um, you could do bears. I do think it would be a very interesting, like, mechanical restriction to have the entire tribe be forced to be tutus. So, yeah, the tribe is bears, but, like, not the creature type. The the, the two, two for two. <laughs> it's two, two for two tribal. Target, target creature. Okay, actually. With base power and toughness, 2-2 two, two gets plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. <laughs> that sounds so... See, you're giving me a look and now I regret saying that. No, like, actually I love this idea and I had an idea of how to do... So what I, what I eventually want to do is I want to come up with, like, commanders for each of these tribes. And the idea I have is an elder bear that's, like, bigger than a 2-2 two, two for 2... But like, I don't, I don't even know. See, I feel like I feel like um, Modern Horizons when they printed Ayula, like did a absolute chef's kiss job because they made Ayula a two two for two. Yeah, but I I like explicitly don't want it to just be Ayula is the thing. I mean, like I have it do something different from Ayula. No, I have an idea for it. I I think I know what I'm doing. It's ooh okay. Never mind, I can do it as a 2-2 two, two for 2. Well, maybe not a 2-2. Two, two. It'll be for 2, though. I mean, like, there is a Eula's influence, which is really good. And that does do well with doubling season. Yeah. Okay. We still need a white tribe, though. Fucking Thor. What does Thor do? Other than be a shithead. Um... See, this is where... I don't know shit about what Thor did in actual Greek mythology. Greek. Did I just say Greek? I did just say Greek. Clerk, please purge that from the record. No. Um, Norse mythology. Um, yeah, I don't really know fuck all about what Thor did. Remember that one time Loki killed Balder and it was really fucking funny? The time Let okay, me just so, slam the microphone. Jesus so Christ. So there was a, uh, a god called Balder and he was like perfect. It makes me really upset that the Wikipedia article for Thor starts with in Germanic mythology. Like, you're technically not wrong. I mean, he was a figure in Germanic mythology. Right, but it's also Norse. Like, I they're not the same that, thing. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that there is an overlap in mythology between the two. And I'm specifically thinking about, like... Valkyrie? No, I think you're right. I think it just sounds wrong to me because I haven't studied enough mythology. Like like Brunhild or Brynhild? Yeah. Or Brunhilda, Brynhild. See, that's the great thing about Norse mythology. There are like four different ways you can say characters and spell their names. What about Vikings as a tribe? Is that a creature type? I don't think it is yet. Why not just do warrior? Like, that just sounds like warrior. Why not make a new creature type? Because that feels a little invasive. As far as, like, a mechanic goes. It, it, it feels weird to have... So, so we've already got soldier, knight, warrior, berserker as creature types. And it just feels weird having another one for viking. We've also got pirate. 
the thing is... And the Vikings were pirates. I mean, Remember all yes, the times but, that Scandinavia fucked the shit out of Britain? Yeah, but my point is, I was thinking of Vikings as a first type, and then do, like, Viking soldier, Viking berserker. So a Viking is a race. I didn't want to say race, but yes. I don't like that. <laughs> that feels... I mean... You could do that. I, I still don't see why you would want to make that Viking instead of warrior. Because then you could have, like, um, like warrior cleric. Okay. No, I do like that. Yeah. But then you it, it would need to be, like, human warrior cleric, and that's really, like, putting a lot of types onto a card. Yeah. To the point where, like... Um, we could just not include a race and have it be warrior. Uh, I don't like that. Why not? I already don't like the fact that you can mutate onto soldier tokens. That's fair. So it's just me having hang-ups about it. It, it. That just feels weird not having, like, a species. It's just... Like, yeah. it invokes the platonic form of a warrior. But that's also probably fine. I also feel like it's more on flavor. Like... I don't know if that would be on like, to to see themselves not as individual, like, not to identify themselves by how they look or who they are, but to identify themselves as warrior. I feel, feel like that might be overlooking a lot of... I mean, it definitely is, but also... I feel like that might be bordering into the stereotyping area. Like, I don't know. I don't know enough about um, Scandinavian mythology and Scandinavian history to say whether or not that's a correct statement, but... Yeah. No. Buzz, buzz. Ah. Hmm. I don't know what they're talking about, but I'll figure it out. Um... Has warrior tribal ever just been a thing before? I don't think so. I don't think warriors has. Knights is. I mean, yeah, knights make sense. I don't think warrior or soldier tribal... I can't speak. Warrior or soldier. See, it's the... I can't do multiple R sounds in a row. Yeah. I think I think warrior works. So, I should theoretically... I think I'm going to come up with the, like, ideas for the commanders now. The warrior one is pretty obvious. You just do, like... Something that, ooh. Whenever it attacks, all of your warriors gain indestructible. Actually, what I was thinking is, um, what is it? Combat Celebrant? Is that? That's not white. No, but that mechanic is secondary white. Extra turns? Extra attacks, specifically. A Combat Celebrant. No, a Combat Celebrant's an additional attack stuff. I don't, have we seen that out of red before? We've seen it in Boros. I think... Yeah, but we've also seen extra turns in Boros. I think if you word the conditions for it correctly, you can make an argument for making it white. I... I don't know. I don't... Okay, so yeah, we've had it in white before. Um, Finest hour. Yeah. 
I, I thought we had. Whenever a creature you control attacks alone, if it's the first combat phase of the turn, untap that creature. After this phase, there is an additional combat phase. I actually like just putting that on a body. That's also in uh, Bamped. But I like putting something similar to that on a body, because then it's like he leads the charge, and then there's a second attack. I mean, that sounds fine. Um, We're also not coming up with mechanics today, so it's just like, this is the idea. Oh, that's fair. Um, hmm. It's pretty good for a white weenie aggro deck. Um, okay. Giants. Hmm. What do big blue beaters like? Uh, big blue beaters like not being paid for. Um, let's not... So let's s- say we didn't have that idea and not do it. Correct. Um, so obviously it's going to be a giant. Um, I think the only... The only giants in blue that I'm thinking of off the top of my head are, like, Frost Titan, and the one blue giant that is common, and a 6-6, and it, like, has hexproof on it. Mm. I like... (laughs) It's an oddly specific card to remember. It was reprinted in Battle Bond, and it was originally printed in Theros. I forget the name. I like the idea of, um... Putting some in some way a freeze effect or sleep effect on it that's recurrable. I wish they would just keyword that. Um, you could just make it all of your. No, that's really weak. I was about to say you could just make it say all of your giants have whatever the wording on Wall of Frost is, but that's really lame and weak. What does Frost Ooh, do? What if you do like? Um, Tap a creature to frost another creature. Yeah. Because then then the idea is half of your giants are staying back, freezing your opponents. And then, oh my. You could make it similar to what Frost Giant does. Did I say Frost Giant? I meant to say Frost Titan. Doesn't matter. Um... But then again, Frost Titan is literally a non-legendary creature, so... It also... It bothers me a lot that we have two separate names for the same pseudo-keyword. Or, it's not a pseudo-keyword. Pseudo-keywords are a thing that exists. Uh, like, pseudo-mechanic. Freeze and sleep both mean the same thing. Yeah, and they're both exclusively blue. Yep. Actually, can't white freeze? No. White can tap down. Yeah. Wait, that's freeze. Oh no, no, sleeping sleeping is um it wears off at the end of turn. Sleeping it is it doesn't on tap on the next turn and then freezing is it just doesn't on tap. Okay. Very very important distinction. Definitely. So, elves. The remember when I messaged you and I was like trample hate this isn't even my house, but get out of it. <laughs> I would I would never want to play a commander that was specifically trample hate. 
No, I, I think that's what I want their, like, mechanic to be. Although, maybe not. That sounds really... I'm gonna be honest with you, that sounds like a really... That's like spiders having reach. It's something that I'm like, wow. But then again, reach is something that's a lot more convenient and useful than you'd ever think. We don't have to come up with a mechanic today. I'm just going to write the general idea of guerrilla warfare. Uh, for black, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, what the fuck do fairies do? Wheel. <sighs> oh my god, that just reminded me. I was at the local game store yesterday, and someone told me the story about the guy who bought 40 wheels and burned them. Like Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. The reserve list card that's $300. Yeah, people do that to keep prices up. Yeah. Thank you, Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, the reserve list is a very cool thing that you've done. Mark Rosewalker's not allowed to talk about the reserve list, but I think once he let it slip that he hates it. I'm not surprised by that fact. See, as much as our friendly local game store owner complains about them reprinting things and lowering the prices of those things, what they're doing is keeping Magic cheap to play at a, like, nearly competitive level. Not actually competitive, because we can't- FETCHLANDS! Hey, don't interrupt me when I'm about to say because we can't just reprint the Fetchlands because that would be too hard. <laughs> um... They're not even on the reserve list, are they? I was just sneezing. They're not even on the reserve list, right? Because they can't be because they just have a fucking secret layer, and we're not even going to fucking talk about secret layers today. No. No. I almost bought the lightning bolt secret layer, but I'm glad I didn't because it's got Noah Bradley art in it. Woof. Um. Um. Right, so... But, okay, so so in all in all honesty, the reason why I, like, immediately said wheel for, for fairies is because that's about the most trickstery and disruptive that you can get for being in red. Like, not wheeling completely, but, like, how yeah. Zerzoff says, discard a card and then draws a card. At, Concept. like, discarding at random and then drawing a card. The idea is just... It's fairies being... Jerks. Concept. Symmetrical impulse draw. So... Uh, because you're not forcing them to mill, you're not forcing them to discard. But if they don't have the ability to use whatever it is... I don't know. That doesn't feel very fairy to me. It feels very red to me. Um... It feels red to me, but when when I think of fairies, and when I think of fairies in mythology, I think about them, and how they just make a your life living hell, or they just make you go like, oh god damn it, that was just so inconvenient, like. So so that's why I'm saying like forced discard, but red's not allowed to force discard without drawing, and it can't ever specify. You could do like um. Uh, like Stormfist Crusader kind of an effect. I don't know if you would want to put that on a commander. Hmm. Yeah. But I, I think that um, I, I think that for Force to Draw is a pretty cool identity to put on a commander. 
in, in Mono Red specifically, like, Zerzoth is popular for a reason. Um, and I do love me Impulse Draw. I just, I don't know. I don't... We have time to figure it out. Yeah, there's time to figure that one out. Um, what other... That's, I mean, that's all five commanders. Is that? Did we do green? Green, I have decided, is Elder Bear. Oh, yeah, we decided on green. Oh, yeah, green's literally just, that's it. That's your mechanic. You get two twos. Bye. Have a nice day. <laughs> I also, I don't know what it's going to be or how I'm going to fit it into lore, but I really want a uh, persistent card in this set. What do you mean by persistent? Like So, persistent partitioners, relentless oh, okay. rats, I see, I see. rat colony. I don't know what the proper term for those are. That it, persistent is the term that is used. Huh. So is persistent petitioners like a meta joke? No, it's the mechanic is named after them. There's only five of them, I think. That seems so weird. Is that they made it named after persistent petitioners? I mean, it's it's the same way Mill was until M twenty one. It, it's not an actual named mechanic. Yeah, but, like, Persistent Partitioners wasn't printed until after we had, like, Shadowborn Apostle and Rat Colony and Pack Rat. Persistent Partitioners was printed in Ravnica. Um, not Ravnica, I'm sorry. Ravnica Allegiance from Return to Return to Ravnica. Ravnica 3, Electric Boogaloo. Um, I think more than I like Ravnica 3, I like Return to Ravnica 2. Yeah, um... <laughs> because then you're, like, stacking on the sequel names, and it's just confusing because you're like, oh, so it's the second one. It's like, it's the second sequel. I might be wrong. That might not be what it's called. Yeah, you might be confusing it with Persist. The Lorwyn mechanic. From from uh wait was that Lorwyn I think that was Shadowmore either way I was gonna make a joke about going back to Lorwyn because I really like Lorwyn yeah it's funny to me that Wizards has the card set archive because it's bad and terrible and I prefer the Game of Media one wait what what card set um that's just how I was getting to the um. So, so we're talking about flavor. Have I ever told you why I hate the card Slither Wisp? No, but please continue. Okay, so do you know what Slither Wisp is? No. Um, Slither Wisp is a rare from Ikoria. Oh. It's an elemental nightmare. You know, I'm dumb. It's relentless. For relentless rats. Yeah. Also, there's literally five of them, and, and that's including dwarves. Rats. Wait, what? Dwarves? Seven dwarves. Oh. Yeah. Seven it, dwarves doesn't count. It kind of does. You can only have seven. But it's still more than one. I mean, uh, four, because you, you can run four copies of a card in the deck. So anyway, right? here's... That's a, that's a thing and not EDH, right? <laughs> so, so here's what I hate about Slither Wisp. Um, 
It's an elemental nightmare from Ikoria, and it says Flash, whenever you cast another spell that has Flash, you draw a card and each opponent loses one life. And why I hate this card is for the name specifically, because that naming convention, like Slither Wisp, Flicker Wisp, Ether Snout, um, Folk Grinder, Ingot Chewer, Shriek Mox. Should I keep listing off Lauren Elementals? By the way, I love Lauren Elementals. Um, it, it's a naming convention that's specifically used on Warwin Elementals, and they use it on an Ikoria Elemental. <laughs> and just something about that rubs me the wrong way, especially because the Elementals with, like, the the verb noun or noun-noun naming conventions from from Warwin, they all have evoke. Yes, they do. And there's actually only... I have two of them in my deck. They're really good. Evoke's They're one of my... really f- fucking good. Evoke is one of my favorite mechanics. Revelark just says put two creatures on the board. Um, Karmic Guide says put three. <laughs> Depending on what's in your graveyard, it might say put five. <laughs> yeah. Just, hold on. What's the stupid combo? It's uh, Karmic Guide into Revelark into Vesperlark, so it's a total of... Five creatures, yeah. I think there are other ones in there, too. Wait, how's it five? Comrade Guide gets only one out, right? Right, but then Vesperlark gets two. Or Revelark gets two. Revelark gets two. I do believe so. And then Vesperlark gets another one. It's actually... Comrade Guide with um, Vesperlark is an infinite combo because you have the... Vesperlark trigger on the stack, and then you sacrifice Karmic Guide to Ashnod's Altar... And then you sacrifice Revelark to Ashnod's Altar, and then you get back Karmic Guide, and then Karmic Guide gets back, yeah. and then you sack both, and then... You can also do it with Fellow Dark Guardian. Yeah. There are a lot of infinite combos in my stupid fucking deck. Anyway. You should put Panharmonicon, just for me. There is a Panharmonicon in that deck. I've just I... never gotten it on board. Yeah, why do you need to ramp past five when you can just swing with Alicia? But infinite mana. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, God, that was such a dumb game. So okay. What was I saying about what was I saying about Lorwyn Elementals? Uh, you were saying that you really like Lorwyn Elementals. Oh yeah, they all so, have a poke and fuck Slitherwisp. So, so there are also two specific types of elementals on Lorwyn. You've got your lesser elementals, and that's stuff like your um, Ashlings and your Flamelings, like the people-looking ones. And then you've got the greater elementals, and they're supposed to embody some sort of like idea and concept. And that's why the and that's why the um, elemental lord, the five color elemental lord from Lorwyn, is called Horde of Notions, because the the elementals on Lorwyn are like literally notions of thought. I see. Elementals are my favorite tribe. That's a lie. I like dragons, but elementals are very close to dragons. Yeah. All right. This has been great. We're going to stop the recording now. Um, there's not going to be an end step, so... Wait, what's the end step? The end step is where I name cards. That's it. Like, we finish the midsection, and then I go and I name all the cards. All the cards that we we would have made under any other circumstance. Right. So, uh, shoot, how do I do that outro? Uh, check us out on Twitter. We're at UntappedD, um, which is my favorite Twitter account. I'm leaving. 
I'm pretty sure I ran the name by you before I got it. So, um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. So, until next episode, where hopefully Caleb is not dead, or perhaps Coppler will be back again. We'll see. Keep creating. Obtuse Audio.